Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 30th, 2022. Hopefully you're having a good week, having a good day. Um, Let's see, update on myself. Feeling a little bit better. Seemingly each day, you know, a little bit closer to 100%. So that is nice. Uh, No food updates, really. Pretty much laying low. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, we can just get into some news, just chop it up. Let's see here. Got an update on the remaining two cops that didn't, like, they didn't get sentenced. Now they have been sentenced. Let's see. Got this from, yeah, Associated Press. Ex-cops, Queen, Queen, and Tao sentenced for violating Floyd's rights. Um, so this isn't an article I want to spend too much time on. It really is more or less just a wrap-up. But, let's see. Um, Jay Alexander Kwing, he got three years. And then Tao Tao got three and a half years. Then also, there's another article from, this looks like, Care? That's the name of the uh, website or site. It's called K-A-R-E. Um, XMPD or XMPD, yeah, uh, officer Thomas Lane sentenced to 30 months in federal civil rights case in George Floyd killing. So <clears throat> that is the fates of those three men. Now, they could have definitely gotten more time, I believe upwards of four and a half to like five and a half years, I believe, something like that. Uh, I mean, for me, I would have liked to have seen the maximum, but I am glad that at least Chauvin, who was the main perpetrator, you know, got as much time as he got, plus the extra 20 he got for another, you know, civil rights violation of another person. So, I mean, it does kind of put at least a period on the sentence. Though, granted, there are just so many of these little, you know, police actions, these mistakes that take people's lives and endanger others, you know, I mean, we're going to keep talking about them, of course. And of course, it's going to be some I miss and there's going to be some I don't cover. I think there was um, one story, I don't really have it queued up, but there was a cop and they had her on tape just saying the N-word just popping off, just speaking her truth. And I I believe they have her on desk duty now or something like that or suspension, whatever. But, you know, her defense was, well, I keep hearing these words and this vocabulary on the streets, you know, where I work, doing my job, and it's just kind of seeped in. And it's like, bro, come on now, just stop. You Like, literally what you're saying is you you hate, you know, N-words and all this other stuff. Like, come on. Come on, like, it's wild. But, you know, we do our best to stay vigilant and hopefully call this shit out when we see it. And hopefully that does something. Hopefully it at least lets people know that there's consequences for this shit. You know, even if it's just a few years, it's fucking something. You shouldn't just be able to take someone's life in the middle of the day. Any time of the day. You know, and just get away with it. Fuck that. And some other news from ABC News. Las Vegas NM... Uh, declares emergency with less than 50 days of clean water supply left. So there is a water shortage situation going on in Las Vegas due to a fire that merged and spread 
there was debris that got into the water supply and contaminated it. So <clears throat> now Las Vegas is kind of, you know, looking for some help, looking for, you know, additional support. Let's see. Biden, President Joe Biden issued a major disaster declarations for, oh, this is also for the New Mexico County as well. Okay, got you. Uh, the Mexico counties of Colfax, Mora, and San Miguel. Oh, this is another part. Sorry. My bad. I'm in the weeds here a little bit already early on. But I want to say New Mexico has offered to help. Yeah. Okay, here it is. This is what I'm looking for. New Mexico Governor Michelle Grissom said in a tweet that uh, $2.25 million in state funding has been made available to ensure residents receive access to drinking water. So that or safe drinking water. So that's good. That's what you want to hear. But I mean, it just, just kind of goes to show. I mean, this is a little bit touching on like climate change, global warming, that these fires that kind of keep popping up, they keep spreading, they do a lot of damage. Now, granted, you know, fires do happen. That That's just a, a known factor that's going to happen every year. And it is kind of built in, obviously. But when they become more man-made or just more like related to like higher drought, you know, juxtaposed with more instances of a man-made incident. It just makes for more fires, longer fires, more deadlier fires, which, you know, can just spill over into these kind of situations. So, I mean, this is just one of many kind of examples that we could kind of talk about that are going on, you know, right now. I know we talked about in the UK, the heat wave, that's really crazy. Let's see, in this next article, there were floods that have been going on and like, alongside with rainfall in Kentucky that has definitely done a lot of damage. Uh, got this from CBS News. Governor, search for victims in Kentucky floods could take weeks in storms in storm that claimed at least 19 lives. So a storm along with just like a lot of just flood water, just damage, just ripped through Kentucky, damaged, I believe, a lot of the eastern part, uh, as well as Virginia and West Virginia. So, I mean, this is just really widespread. I believe Governor Brashear came out. Let's see. Yet. Oh, wow. I think I might have updated this. Um, Brasier said that 25 people died and at least six children were among the victims. Among those who died were four children from the same family in Knott County. And that's from a corner, um, that said that Friday. So, I mean, it's a lot of damage and they're saying, I mean, the numbers are only getting worse. When I initially read this article, it was 16, I believe with six so you know it's just going to show that the toll is only going up and up and up which is really sad to hear i mean these natural disasters they they come and they go and as a community as a state we have to rally to you know pick up the pieces and it's really sad um and there is that just sense of just like it's unavoidable it's inevitable it's just gonna come it's gonna happen you have to endure it and you hope that you know, you make it in, in the post, in the aftermath that, like, once again, that people do come together. So, um, 
definitely thinking about, you know, just my friends and stuff like that who live in Kentucky. Hopefully they're doing okay and they're well. <clears throat> but I know they, they've set up shelters. I believe that the rainfall stopped. So that is good. But yeah, um, there's more there if you'd like to read it. But let's see. And some other news. I got this from Yahoo Sports. And you know it's rare when we do some sports talk. But uh, we're talking golf. We're back on golf, baby. You know, a little bit of that. Four. I don't know. I don't know. I don't golf. I couldn't even make a golf sound. But um, not only are we talking about golf, uh, we're also talking about Saudi Arabia because this is the uh, Live Golf Tour. So that's back on the radar again. We're talking sports washing, baby, again. And the, the holy trinity here that really just, I mean, made this whole article just like I had to, I had to talk about it. Our boy, Mr. 45, president, former president, Donald Trump, <laughs> maybe future president, who knows, right? But um, yeah, I mean, you can see him in the little video sporting his uh, Make America Great Again hat, looking redder than ever, booty plump as fuck. <laughs> Let me go ahead and read the title here. Uh, Donald Trump praises Saudi Arabia largely avoids 9-11 criticisms at Live Golf Pro-Am. So this Pro-Am essentially is like, you know, professionals and amateurs mingling together, playing some golf. And mind you, this is all a, a this is all an event set up by Saudi Arabia to more, more or less just promote themselves. Like, you know that they're involved. And the idea is if you're enjoying it, that's the point. You're welcome. What can, what can they say except you're welcome? <laughs> The bigger problem, I guess, with this was that it took place in, um, what is it, Trump National Golf Club, Bedminster, and obviously, you know, by the name, that's Trump-owned, so, you know, he has a partner, he's playing in it, he's making some money from this, but this is about 50 miles or so where, you know, 9-11 happened, where the towers fell, and... That caused a really big uproar. People were really upset, really mad. They sent letters to you know to Donald Trump saying, "Hey, you know, you shouldn't be sponsoring this." And also to the players, I believe also what is it? Charles Barkley uh, played as well, so he's involved there. And I mean, it just it, apparently it was just a big slap in the face. Um, I do kind of want to read some quotes here, just from our man Donald. Sadly, my, my voice is not in the best shape for it, you know, but we're going to do what we can. There's, at least we're going to talk about it. Um, this is in regards to some of the kind words he had to say about Saudi Arabia, who, you know, were naturally funding this whole thing. I've known these people for a long time. They've been friends of mine for a long time. They've, in, <laughs> they've, in, they've invested in many American companies. They own big percentages of many, many American companies. And frankly, what they're doing for golf is so great. What they're doing for the players is so great. The salaries are going to go way up. (laughs) So, So just nothing but praise, nothing but high praise from Mr. Trump. President Trump, <laughs> um, you know, for what Saudi Arabia, I mean, he's really just selling it so hard. I, and I'll give, I, I will give it to him. I think this is something that Donald Trump can do very well is push a game, push a thing. He can sell it. He can shill it. He doesn't have any problems with doing that. Um, he was also pushed about the connection 
between 9-11 and Saudi Arabia, considering that there was a substantial amount of people who were involved in the planning and execution of the 9-11 attack that were from Saudi Arabia. Like, that was traced, it was found, and, you know, there, there wanted to be more, like, about that, like, more evidence released from the government about that, and... Not only has Donald Trump not done that, obviously Joe Biden didn't do that as he went over to, you know, Saudi Arabia to do some fist bumps for, you know, MBS. So, I mean, it's an awkward vibe. Um, Let's see. We can do another quote from Donald Trump about this. Well, nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately, and they should have as to the as to the maniacs that did the horrible thing to our city, to our country, to the world, so many people, so nobody's really been there. Been there. I can't do this for the rest of it, but I can tell you that there are a lot of really great people that are out here today, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to celebrate. So he's trying to turn up. He's not really trying to think about the past. He's trying to party in the future. Okay, it's about right now. About having a good time right now. Okay, nine of what? Nine of who? I, I, I don't want to say I forgot, but I can't quite recall. Is more or less what Donald's really trying to do here. Um, and then there's there's some more here, a little bit more juicy data. He also goes to trash the PGA a little bit, throw a little shade. Um, just really just doing the work. Um, I will definitely say I've always hated Donald Trump as a president, but I mean, if you give him enough money, he will sell for you. He will get you your you know desired effect. And I mean, I think he did, he did that here. I mean, he was like, you know, you know, doing his thing, doing his awesome drives, making these awesome, you know, plays on the golf field. Is it field? I think it's field. Anyway, um, just wanted to get that out there. Talk about that, do a little sports scene news for you. Um, and some other news. I got this from Reuters. JetBlue wins spirit takeover battle with 38 or $3.8 billion deal. So this is some big news in the airplane uh, flight stuff. I'm nailing it, totally crushing it here. Awesome podcasting. Thank you, thank you. But essentially there was a merger between JetBlue Airways and Spirit. This was initially a deal that was supposed to happen between Frontier and Spirit but JetBlue came through with a better money offer. And, you know, initially, and this was in February where it started. But April, JetBlue came through and said, hey, hey we're going to make you an all-cash offer, not just cash and stock, which was what the deal was with um, Frontier. Now, granted, initially... The plan was to just say, no, let's not do that. Let's just focus on this deal with Frontier, it's technically a safer deal because they have to get a regulatory like thing from the government, like approval. So I guess this deal is getting inked out, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to, you know, see like see full fruition. But the um, investor, you know, shareholders or whatever, more or less said, no, we would rather try to get a better payout. And I believe this payout was like 33 dollars a share plus like a monthly payout or something like that so i mean it just was just a juicier deal and they said we'll roll the dice on the regulatory thing let's just get in the skies with this 
Now, as opposed to like what's going to happen, I what initially kind of put me on to this was like a little bit of BBC news, and then also there was an uh, some coverage from the Journal podcast. They talk about finances and news and happenings, yada yada yada, and this kind of put it all into one podcast. Pretty good, pretty cool. But essentially, they kind of went over some of this deal. Uh, Spirit, if you're not really familiar, it's definitely like low key, like economy max of the air flight you know airplane industry kind of thing so you're essentially paying the cheapest for the ticket but you're getting the bare bones of flight and they try to like nickel and dime you over really random fee stuff um so and it might not also be like the best flight in general at least from what i've heard i've only been on a plane once you guys i don't really like flying it's not my thing but I don't really like traveling. That's a whole other issue. But that's more or less uh, the TDLR there of that article, that story, that situation. If there's any you know pop-ups, I would love to talk about it. Um, they also do cover here a little bit that, um, what is it? The U.S. Justice Department has filed an antitrust lawsuit against American Airlines Group Incorporated and JetBlue. For their alliance at airports in Boston and New York, arguing it could lead to higher fares. So that's kind of like, once again, kind of a little bit of that spicy, like, X factor that might buck the boat here in terms of whether or not this gets that approval. But, um, yeah. Sky News, baby. Finally, to close out, um, let me go ahead and take my little break and, and we'll get to it. We gotta talk, we gotta talk about a she-wolf, Okay. Okay, we're back. This is some Yahoo Entertainment news, also from Rolling Stone. Let's see. Shakira prosecutors call for eight-year prison sentence over alleged tax fraud in Spain. So they are coming for my girl Shakira, Shakira, and um, you know I'm a little worried. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. Uh, prosecutors um, on Friday. They um, put up, let's see, criminal tax fraud case. Um, let's see, the fine could be 20 million euros and then an eight-year and two-month prison sentence. So this is potentially a pretty heavy deal. Essentially, they're claiming that she um, owes $14.5 million in euros. Or so, I don't know why they say million dollars. In euros, I don't know. Isn't that be pounds? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting that a little confused. But whatever. She owes that amount of money. I imagine they converted it uh, for us, you know, American plebs. Um, she refused to take a plea deal and said, "No, I'm going to go to court with this shit." And let's see from a publicist that she said in a statement to the BBC, um, she is fully confident of her innocence and called the case a violation of her rights. So this dates back to uh, 2018, but I guess from her time in Spain um, from 2012 to 2014, 
um, she spent like half years in Spain. And she also bought a house in Barcelona. Hopefully I said that right. Um, but um, I guess according to Spain's tax law, anyone residing in the country for over six months is considered a resident and therefore must pay taxes. And she's like, well, I didn't live there, so I'm not paying the taxes and I didn't pay the taxes. So that's the issue. That's where we are. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm worried for our girl here. My girl, sheesh, I don't know. But, you know, Shakira is important to me. That, that like sparked a lot of puberty for me, I think. I don't know, but it's important. <laughs> um, so yeah, free, free uh, Shakira. Like, hopefully she don't gotta go to jail for this shit. But I don't know. I, I guess I, I do understand the situation. Obviously, you know, Spain's like, we're trying to get our money, bruh. Also, I mean, I feel like the prison part is very aggressive, but maybe that would just potentially get, like, settled down. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see you, though, right? That's that's just how the news works, baby. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in. You're awesome. You're great. You're beautiful. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do another episode or not. We'll see how I'm feeling maybe tomorrow or throughout the week if we're going to do a leftovers or something like that. I've definitely lined myself up for it. I feel like I'm good to go. It just depends on if I want to cover the news or not. You know, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you'd like to support, I do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Isaiah News. Um, every dollar helps. Every $5 will get you um, Discord access and then also a shout out on the podcast. Um, it's like a once a month thing a bang, thing a ling. But yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. You're the best. I love you. Bye bye. Mwah. Mm-hmm.